0: Hi, welcome to 40 Prey, the podcast by a couple of 30-something dudes whose adult lives and responsibilities have not yet eclipsed their zeal of stupid, nerdy shit. For more hammered video games and D&D, to Chef Boyardee, it's your fandom or your tandem. How's it going? I'm Tommy Bones, joined by Ben L.S. Demon.
1: Hey, Tom. I do love a good <laughs> Chef Boyardee.
0: What's your favorite shape?
1: Oh. Uh, I would like the mini raviolis. Yeah, like I like biting into them and getting like what's probably horse meat on the inside. (laughs) Mm. Mm, Yum yum yum. And and Tom, what are we talking about on the front half of the show?
0: So we've got uh, some controversy Mm -hmm. uh, on the docket. There is uh the NDA agreement uh that was leaked. Mm -mm. Yeah, We're, we're gonna talk about that.
1: Warhammer Plus, we've got the Warhammer Sergeant Plus. Cast. Basically, you know, our last episode was on heel and face turns. And I feel like Games Workshop was was doing a face and then just went super heel. Yeah. They became the bad guy and they keep just digging themselves a, a deeper hole, alienating their core fan base. And Tom, I think we started on this topic because uh, we observed a couple things. First of all, we observed a lot of people on Reddit saying that the boycott of Games Workshop hadn't actually done anything. Uh-huh. And, I, and I think what we're going to show, uh, hopefully through the course of the show, is it, at the very least, it impacted people like us.
0: We will provide some evidence to the contrary.
1: Evidence to the contrary. And then the, the other piece is, you know, we had a little bit of a back and forth, which I thought was hilarious, on Reddit, where Grimdank was, was going super <laughs> anti-games workshop. And the Warhammer 40k subreddit, in contrast, was, was doing a little bit of pro-games workshop. Uh, and it was it was just kind of interesting to see those those lines form and i think tom you and i tried to be as neutral as possible yeah. to just call it like we see it right why, why don't we start with the least controversial of the things we mentioned the sergeant <laughs> Castis giveaway yes did you get sergeant-, sergeant castus tom
0: uh no because i haven't spent a single pound
1: You, we both of us, right? I think ever since yeah. the, the, you know, the so-called boycott started and we, we, I don't know about you. I wasn't thinking it was like the Boston tea party that I was trying to overthrow. <laughs> I just was really sad and really felt between a lot of the things we've criticized about, you know, the reviews of updates and codices and new models and that you have to pay to be competitive. And mm-hmm. that even when you purchase something, it's still not enough to play with. And Tom, our disappointment about the model schedule release we just kind of got dis- disenchanted and stopped buying stuff. Uh, you know, we got sad. We love, we love uh, text-to-speech. We love some of those media that are online. And it just made us sad that, you know, it felt like we weren't able to express ourselves. So we weren't trying to overthrow the government. I think we just were tired of, of that and wanted to take a break from Games Workshop, right? Yeah.
0: Nothing wrong with expressing your disappointment in the company's policy right?
1: Absolutely, vote with your dollars. I also, and the same way, I totally don't judge anyone if if they're like, hey, I I really want to keep paying. That's your prerogative, but yeah, totally. A few weeks ago, uh, there was an announcement in honor of a a celebration, which I can't even remember what it was. Uh, If you purchased something of 150 pounds or over, you could get a free Sergeant Castus model. Stomping
0: on some Necrons.
1: Yeah, they're looking pretty cool. It's it's some people were saying, oh, it's a bland model. I I think it's a pretty cool model. Hmm. You know, I mean, he's got a helmet version. There's some cool base iconography.
0: He's got his his ultramarines armor on.
1: Looks like he's got a plasma pistol variant. So
0: heavy bolt pistol.
1: Yeah, and uh, a lot of people online were really angry and saying, well, that's not fair. It's not free if it's 150. Dollars to get in, and or and pounds, and some other people were saying, "Well, the model's not good enough to justify that." Mm. And then on other threads, especially uh, the 40 k subreddit that I saw anyway, people were saying, "Well, it's not like they're forcing you to buy it. So what mm-hmm. are you complaining about?" Um, Tom, like, do you have a view on this? Is it a controversy?
0: I mean, if you're buying models, you know, it, it's a freebie. They're they're throwing it in for you. Let's see what the big deal is.
1: I, I don't disagree. My only one qualm is it, it kind of fits into that pattern of it's an exclusive thing that you might not get access to. So I know like a lot of people were mad, like they'll have the, the limited runs of like the box mm-hmm. sets. Or in the case of Sergeant Castis, if you can only get it by by paying that amount or more, that feels a little exclusionary to me. But I don't know if we know that for sure yet. It's possible they'll release it on its own later.
0: Right.
1: So, I think I, I could see why it would frustrate people if FOMO. I was, if it's a promo, if I was certain there's no other way to get it.
0: That, uh, FOMO and you know, the fear of missing. Oh, I thought out. you said
1: it was a promo.
0: It built well, that too. It's a FOMO promo.
1: It's a FOMO promo. They have a lot of FOMO <laughs> promos, don't they?
0: You know, if you want to collect all the things,
1: your host. Yeah. And I mean, like, it kind of reminds me, I really wanted Sergeant Ripper Jackson. That was the female uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. or catacan. I didn't get one because they were so mm-hmm. limited. And maybe maybe that's why people were getting a special set because it just feels, like, again, like, I want this thing, but you're not making it available to me. Mm-hmm. So all in all, I think on the controversy scale, this one's low, in my opinion. I, I don't think it was really nice, but I don't think I'm neutral. Like, okay, if, you, if you're one of the people who's still buying a ton of stuff, you you luck out. If you're not, you're, you're kind of hosed like you have been in the past.
0: And I think on the other hand, you know, I think ever, ever since we started, you know, there, there was never, you know, there was always that sort of air that, you know, uh, Warhammer is not a game for poor people. <laughs> you know, it was, yeah. it was never that sort of thing, right? You needed Just- money to buy your army.
1: There's a reason it's, I never played it as a kid. I couldn't afford it's it. It's not
0: cheap, right? So you know, the fact that you're even in the hobby at all, you know, 150 pounds doesn't seem like much compared to a full-size 2,000 point army.
1: And I, I think that's a really good point. But it also there's a there's another side to that, which is kind of why, again, like when we were kids and you talked about comics, people are like, I don't know. But now it's mainstream. Mm-hmm. Games Workshop is is still acting like a niche market, and there's so much opportunity to expand right. and make it a household thing. And when and stuff like this, by itself, feels like it's going that other direction and trying to just get back to the people who are already addicted and paying out the nose for stuff.
0: It seems like they don't know how big they are.
1: I agree. And I think we're gonna come back. There's a couple other things we're gonna show that are gonna come back to that for sure. Like, like stop acting like you're a little tiny company right. and you're a miniatures company and start acting like you're an entertainment company. Right. So take take the Marvel path because there's a lot more that you could be doing. So number one, Sergeant Castus. We on on the scale from one to ten, maybe a three.
0: On right? the controversy scale. On
1: this, so let's go to the next one Warhammer Plus.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, what's what's been going on with Warhammer Plus? I think remember because I said I was going to subscribe, and then the whole yeah. ND or the uh, not even the NDA yet, but like when they started canceling uh, and putting right. out the IP, I was like, I don't know anymore.
0: Hate to say I told you so, but yeah, you know, who didn't see this kind thing
1: So, so you did call this, I believe. <laughs> yeah. So what's what's the issue? By the way, we we got a lot of this, um, I, or I became first aware of this because I'm not a subscriber. Uh, Spiky Bits had a great article on this. If you're not familiar with them, they're a great website that covers uh, hobby news, especially around Deep's Workshop stuff. But they had an article entitled, OK, it's time to cancel Warhammer Plus. <laughs> right. and, uh, and Tom, I mean, what did you predict?
0: Uh, that they were just not going to have enough content to support a full streaming service, a standalone service.
1: Right, and and what we saw is they've got like white dwarf back articles. They've got hobby uh, videos that you can watch, mm-hmm. but the big draw was the animation.
0: That was and, what they were pushing so hard.
1: And in the beginning, they made it seem like every Wednesday. I think this was in an FAQ originally mm-hmm. that every Wednesday there'd be an animation release. Mm-hmm. And then what the Spiky Bits article pointed out to subscribers is that there was a amendment to that FAQ. And to to kind of the description of the service that sneakily said, it's actually going to be uh, intermittently on Wednesdays. It's not going to be every week.
0: Edited after the fact.
1: Edited after the fact without telling people that it was edited. So basically what it seems like is they did not realize that they were not going to have enough content. And then instead of just telling subscribers, (laughs) they tried to be sneaky about it as if people weren't going to notice. And then... They updated it even more recently, and, and I, I forgot exactly what the update said, but it's essentially like, uh, we don't know when animation, this, some of the shows are taking a break, I think they said, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, what is it? The, the Blood Angels series. They're having a mid-season break after four episodes. It won't be back until November.
1: Which, which like, again, I think a lot of people who like this hobby probably are familiar with like Rick and Morty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The reason I said, it again, it's not that uncommon provided that you're not sneaky about it and you set expectations up front, if you communicate. Right. And, and they didn't, they, they kind uh, <clears> of, <throat> it's going to be, uh, well, it's taking a break. I'm sorry, what? You said it was going to be every Wednesday. <clears throat> Take a break. I always said that. No, you, no, you didn't. I, I have the text that shows that you said it was going to be every Wednesday. That's the problem. It's, it's right. not the content. If they just said, hey, look, we're, we're getting this started. Like, do they really think we're not going to be understanding? Like, it's just the transparency and the lack of trust. Communication. And it it constantly feels like they're trying to pull a fast one.
0: Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head if, if they just would have signed an agreement with an established streaming service like Hulu or Netflix, it wouldn't be an issue, right? People wouldn't be expecting that much content. You know to a subscription they already have, you get new subscribers you know, it doesn't piss anyone off
1: <clears throat> and and it's I think it's that yeah, i mean it's it's to think like a big company instead of a little company right like like do you yeah. remember um did you ever see the social network, the movie about uh, what's that guy's name Zuckerberg? I have not <clears throat> it's actually pretty I like you were like nodding and then you're like, no uh, <laughs> I know what
0: you're talking about, but no, I haven't.
1: The the by the way, the soundtrack was by Nine Inch Nails. So, uh, or at least Trent Reznor, I think it was as nine. So it's it's actually pretty, it's a good movie too. But there's a there's a point in it where one character goes to Zuckerberg, he goes, like, hey, think bigger. Like your idea is 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 good. You know what's cool, like a million dollars is cool, but you know what's cooler? A billion dollars. Games Workshop. You can make a little bit of money, maybe a lot, from people subscribing to the service you make a lot more if you use it as a way to get people interested in your lore, your fiction and your IP. It's really cool. You have more and more people getting into it, but the barrier to entry keeps getting either higher or different. Right. Cuz the it's... lore is
0: super cool and it it will attract people and new players. But just getting, you know, exposure is, is the thing.
1: I mean, dude, you remember when we were kids, we I don't I think we talked about this i i could not play my, my we just there was no financial way to do it i think you were the same way mm-hmm. it just wasn't justifiable now that i'm an adult I, i'm self-sustaining you know we can take care of our adult lives and responsibilities mm-hmm. we talk about it at the start of the show right. we, we can justify the expense but but think about how many people are still like we were as kids that just want to interact with the lore and the universe and are being shut out by by the cost to entry and I'm not I'm not saying it would have been easy to get the, the animations onto like a streaming service. Who knows? I, I just think Warhammer Plus it was fated to go this way. And I, a year from now, I wonder where it's going to be. Right. So so that's number two. It's it's not just the lack of stuff. It's the lack of setting expectations and the lack of communication. If the sergeant that's... model was a three, where, where's this one, Tom? Five or six? Okay. We'll say we'll have a five and a half?
0: All right. So yeah, the the communication has sort of been an ongoing issue, I think, for a very long time.
1: And I I think that speaks to this whole issue, which is going to touch on this next piece of control. Mm -hmm. Like you said, they're thinking like a small company and they want to control everything and keep it. But in so doing, they're alienating people, including us, who want to be able to express themselves through the hobby, through the IP, and do it in their own way. If you look at things like yeah
0: What benefit did they have from that from you know playing their cards close to their chest and, and not revealing? You know, <laughs> how is that a good thing for, for them as a company?
1: Well, I, I can think if I'm really trying to think through their point of view, um, I got to give them at least one bone because like we are as a community, any gaming community, very entitled.
0: And you're could, a bunch of assholes.
1: We're we are we are totally jerks, and they could be they could be af- Guys, let's admit it. We are jerks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we're complaining now, but who's to say we wouldn't be complaining if they came <laughs> out and said, "Hey, we're not sure if we're gonna have an animation every week." They could be afraid, like, "Oh, they're gonna eat us alive. They're not gonna like it." Like it's scary to admit when you're not in hundred percent or to show your cards if you really think the other person's out to get you, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one. Um, they could. Mm-hmm see the like second uh kind of black market economy of of people printing and selling uh, you know 3D print versions of the games and, and some of the Eastern European companies or companies countries where people can kind mm-hmm. of buy you know fake knockoff models. Maybe they're right. afraid of that it could just be they mm-hmm. really want to have full creative control over where the, the direction of the IP goes. And they're worried that if other voices come in, they won't be able to solely govern the narrative, which is probably tied to, you know, the pushes that they want to make, like they think space marines is the way to go and if somebody changes the narrative on space marines and makes them less good, maybe people won't buy them as much. So there are probably reasons for it. Uh, But on the, the flip side, I think we can point out that there are reasons not to do it uh and that gets to like the people making content online the reason i got back into games workshop was because i started watching text to speech and was like man i forgot how much i love this ip (laughs) right right because there was nothing like that there was no friendly funny uh entryway back into the lore how many people are like that
0: that's true Uh,
1: another one is is kind of on this the, the streaming service thing, how many people who would never get exposed to this otherwise might get exposed to it? Nice uh, but, thing. but but anyway, there, there's probably a lot going on that we're not aware of, but it, it seems like it's not working.
0: <laughs> yeah, my point, I guess, is what harm does it do to say, hey, guys, we're working on a world leader's codex. We don't know exactly when it'll be done, but it's in the oh list that on. yeah
1: I have no idea when why that's a problem.
0: <laughs> you know, just yeah, you know, be open. You know, tell us what's it you know in the pipeline.
1: Even even just to acknowledge, yeah, you're right. Even if they said we don't know when it'll come out, we know you want one. It's on our list of things to do. There's a few other priorities, and we just don't we're not staffed up to it right now. <laughs> or or even hey, honestly, the supply chain issues are still making it really hard to get things out on time. We're gonna have to delay and delay we're sorry, just just set your expectations. Right. There was a really good example of that in the news. Um, you know, the, the new God of War game, uh, based on the 2019 one, the sequel, was delayed like four or five months. And they didn't say why. They said, we're really sorry. We're trying to make it perfect, whatever. And the lead actor who played Kratos came out and said, because of me. I had to have really serious surgery and I couldn't act. And I'm still rehabbing. In my mind, I was like, you know what? You rehab. That's awesome. Okay, I'd yeah, rather yeah. have your voice. I'll, in four months, I'm still going to buy it. Okay. Thank you. Right? Uh, I mean, I am pissed at PS5 because even though they're like, well, it was a microchip shortage. Like, I don't care. Give me a PS5. <laughs> um, but I think that's a good segue. Speaking of shortages and limitations to our last piece, the NDA leak. So there was a leak on Reddit. Of the NDA that Games Workshop shares with uh, content creators, reviewers, uh, hobby stores, uh, as part of the process of giving out uh, co- uh, goods, miniatures, books, et cetera, ahead of yep. a release date. And Tom, I, I'd love it if you could explain this one, because I think you had a pretty neutral view on it, which I appreciated coming into this. You're looking at me so much. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, the, no, the NDA leak. Somebody took a picture of uh, the NDA that Games Workshop sent them. I think they were they were getting uh, a review model ahead of time, uh, if that's if I'm not mistaken. Um, and you know, I I think that the general consensus was that it was fairly standard. You know, there was a a defamation clause. You know, you, you can't speak ill of the company. Uh, a non compete. You know, you can't work for Uh, any of GW's competitors for you know three years um and but yeah but that was the thing like it was only for three years and NDAs are typically five years so you know I kind of see it as a little lenient in that respect you know everyone is kind of blowing up that you know oh you can't talk bad about you get a free model and you, you can't review it negatively well yeah I mean they're they're you're essentially being an advertiser right they're giving you something for free and expecting you to hype it up they still own it right i don't know i
1: I see this is where you and i differ i actually think the reverse like if i think of like game reviewers if somebody sent you a game ahead of time and said hey we're going to give this to you but you can't if it's bad you can't say it's bad right what would you think about that
0: if you can't say something good don't say anything at all
1: But 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 like if if i'm somebody who's purchasing games based on what other people say Mm -hmm. and they can't give an honest opinion because let's say it's like the next uh i don't know silent hill game and konami says like hey you can't say anything negative about this game what are they just going to not post a review of it
0: would you even know
1: but then, the, but then the outcome is I would buy the game and be disappointed because it wasn't any good.
0: <laughs> this is kind of a a deep seated uh, one of my core beliefs: uh, corporations are evil, <laughs> and they. I mean, I don't just... <laughs> disagree. Having worked for many,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they only have themselves in mind and they want to make money. So, I, you know, it, it, it's fairly standard in the fact that it is evil.
1: <laughs> so, so, uh, so, I guess what you're saying is it's a standard NDA, but, but what you mean by standard is it makes sense from Games Workshop's point of view.
0: Yeah, it's, it's I don't think it's any different than, you know, it's no it, industry standard, I guess. But it doesn't but, make it right, right, or, you know, yeah. or good. <laughs> it's just the way things are.
1: Just not in like the video game or movie industry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so maybe for like the hobby industry. <laughs> but like like no no it's serious so basically it's it's if the hobby industry if that's the standard then what are people complaining about like that's kind of okay. your point uh-huh. and we can we can agree to disagree like i think that's okay personally i think if if, if you are sending something to be reviewed i'd want an honest review mm-hmm. and if i was like a viewer of a content site and knew that they were going to post something that was positive no matter what i probably wouldn't trust them anymore Mm-hmm. That said, like you're right, they don't have to sign the NDA, they could go buy it at the store. Uh, so, so, maybe that's fair. Maybe if it's like if you want the, the review that's standard, I'm, and I'm just trying to kind of interpret, go for the guy who goes and buys the model at the store. But,
0: right.
1: So, so, and I, okay,
0: I see a lot on like YouTube. Um, you know, they have the little tag in the bottom of the video includes a paid promotion totally. So, like, so you know, upfront, like they're getting money for whatever they say about this product.
1: So in the same way, like if this was them, like they like, this is a paid promotion and then they would just say, here's the model.
0: Yeah, so you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt because you Got know it. they're you know
1: have we, have we confirmed this was real? Because I know you were telling me a story about the whistleblower who leaked this was, was doxed for it.
0: Yeah. so if I remember correctly, the whistleblower uh, you know just you know leak it to- anonymously. And then somebody who uh, knew them ended up uh, doxing them and releasing all their their info, uh, which just brought down hell.
1: And, and for not... those that I didn't know what doxing was. It's it's essentially <laughs> when you say what somebody's like real name and address and stuff is, right? Yeah.
0: So I'm I'm not sure how uh, accurate that is, or it, you know, if I have the story straight. But from what I understand, yeah.
1: And, and I will also say this NDA, which you can find, it's on Reddit, it's on YouTube. There's enough people talking about it that I'm willing to chat about it here. I don't know if like Games Workshop has confirmed that that is their NDA. Mm-hmm. So take it with a grain of salt. Uh, but some of the analysis that we looked at mentioned that there are uh, clauses in there about if something happens and you're taken to court, you, the signer of the NDA, agrees to pay all legal fees. Right. Which... That seems weird, Uh, and some some of the analysis we heard. So it's basically, if Games Workshop decides to sue you, you have to pay for both sides' legal proceedings. Um, There's the definition piece, which we talked about. Oh, the other piece is if you're a reviewer and you're going to create some kind of content based on this model that they've sent you, you're not allowed to monetize it. Right. So that thing that we just said about like paid advertisement, you you would not be able to earn any income from that. Or from any other Games Workshop related content that you might produce for the next three years,
0: right? So I, I guess the expectation there is you would be getting, uh, you know, whatever incentive from Games Workshop themselves,
1: which is the their pre-release model,
0: right? So that that would be payment enough, I guess.
1: So, so, and that's, I think, where it gets a little weird because what this seems like and what some people have claimed online, and I agree, is it seems like it's almost like a Trojan horse. Hey, here's a model. Now you can't do, make any content about us for three years.
0: Well, you can say how great the model is.
1: You just can't get any money from it. Yeah. So even if you say how great the model is, if you earn any more money, you're host. But that
0: That particular video about how great the model is.
1: Yeah or any future Games Workshop content videos.
0: Huh. Does it apply to everything after that? Or is it just I think specific- so. It, basically it makes you oh. a,
1: a limited employee. Okay. So if you accept that pre-release model, you become a limited time employee or it's, there's a specific wording they use. It's like you're a limited term employee. Hmm. You have now entered a three-year relationship with Games Workshop where you cannot make any money off of commenting on them. And you can't criticize them.
0: Okay, I misunderstood that part. Yeah, that's super shady. GW is chaotic evil. <laughs> if it applies, you know, to everything GW related, three years going, well, that's that's a totally different animal.
1: So if you and I monetize this podcast from sh- from not saying nice things about Games Workshop, and I got a free <laughs> model we could be sued and we'd have to pay for both sides of the legal fees if in the next three years we say anything negative about them.
0: If they decide to take us to court.
1: Right, which there's no reason not to because we'd pay for both sides. (laughs) Exactly. So to be clear, I really would love it if Games Workshop was nice. (laughs) I would love to be rooting for this company. Up until about a year ago, I was like, oh, Games Workshop's the best. The Rubik Marines are great. Oh, man, these Zangors are so... That's what got me back in. Kill Team Thousand Suns. Oh, they made Primark models. That's so cool. Oh, the Black Library is still phenomenal. I. I, That's like the number one thing I'm listening to all the time. Why do you guys have to be evil? Can't you just be a good company? (laughs) For For crying out loud. (laughs) Um. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, you're right.
1: (laughs) <laughs> i i might not be still like i actually really hope if, if you're listening and you work for games workshop and you can <laughs> talk to us or if you're a games workshop apologist and i've seen a lot of them on on some of the reddit threads tell me i'm wrong i would love to hear why yeah. or tell me the nda is fake if the nda is fake great that means hey sorry bar bad. you know what we're just looking for a reason to be mad at you And I get it. Like we talked about, they probably see us, the fans, as a hostile crowd, right? Uh, But stop doing this stuff then. Tom and I, on this boycott note, I was probably buying about two grand stuff a year, which is not crazy. I'm not one of those people who buys a new 40k army and spends all their time on it. But I was buying a lot of stuff. Like, Tom, what you're probably spending a decent amount, right? (laughs) We're not going to release how much?
0: More than I definitely should be.
1: But we, I'm not buying anything anymore. Except, except right. I still get, I have Audible, so I still get the books on Audible. Yeah. But I'm not buying any models. I wanted the Kill Team Star Set; it looks great. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I'd rather put my money towards something else that uh, that and, I actually like.
0: And you know what? I haven't even painted anything since. I, my pile of shame is just as big as it was. Yeah. I've got a lot of gray plastic sitting on my desk.
1: Yeah, I haven't even gotten my paints out since I moved out here. So, so people who are saying, "Hey, the boycott didn't work," you know, like what was the point of, of a so-called boycott? Is it is it to try to coerce a party to do something, or is it just to express how you feel about something by voting with your wallet? And if it's the latter, I mean, we're doing it. We're even going to change the podcast eventually to something that's not 40k related.
0: You have a couple of good ideas.
1: We do. We're close. I feel it. Like.
0: Yeah. All
1: right, I think we got to end it. There's not going to be it there. All right, go to Space Camp. Do it with the <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. So to
0: it. Puerto Vallarta. Oh, yeah, here. Yeah, All right, end
1: nice. transmission. Ooh, there